One thing I think we have to work on as followers of Jesus is know that Jesus is the kingdom. Often Jesus says things like the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Well, to be at hand, you have to be very close. And knowing that Jesus is the kingdom, he's also the king, he is everything, right? Today in our gospel, we hear about Jesus saying the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field. So that original intention is going all the way back to Eden, right? Where there is a field, everything is perfect. Um, It says, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. So in order to buy it again, he would have to, and to to get it again, he would have to uh, know that there's another kingdom that has overtaken his kingdom. So Jesus is telling us um, that, first of all, he finds us worth going all out for. Right? So we know that, um, that treasure is God the Father's original intention for you and I not to be separated from him. To know that you have immense value to the Father, so much so that his son would have died for you if you were the only person on earth. He would have went to war with sin, death, hell, and the devil just for you. And how many people do we know that just don't think they have any worth? So when we read over these Gospels, we should, we should be thinking of ourselves, of those around us. And if we don't get that, she is like, okay, maybe you don't get that one. Cool, I'm right there with you. And he says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. So that means Jesus is in the business of sales, right? He is, he's willing to sell himself out totally for the Father uh, to go find you who are the pearl of great price. But when he finds that pearl of great price, which is you and I, it says he goes and he sells all that he has and buys it. But to buy it, it costs him his whole self, his body, his blood, his soul, his divinity, right? And we see these, these gospels come to life through the lives of the saints because sometimes we think, I just don't get it. But when we look at Blessed Stanley Rother and his life, uh, we know that he went back to his people in the middle of a civil war. And you have to imagine that those words that haunted him, that he heard from one of the people of his, of his community, that said, where were you when we needed you? Sometimes people will say words that haunt us because the Holy Spirit wants us to know, are you going to live the gospel or not? Are you going to be sold out or not? Are you going to withhold or not? Stanley Rother went back to his people that he, he had been just taking under his wing, so to speak, becoming part of his flock for 13 years. So he loved his people. Um, but a lot of people don't know that he had to learn their different languages. There's like, like 13 different dialects in his area that he had to learn. And I was blessed enough when I was in seminary to go to Guatemala when I, when I was in my fourth year of seminary uh, in the summertime to learn Spanish, which I don't know much, but I can get by. Um, but one of the days we went, we went to where... Uh, Blessed Stanley Rother was. We got to talk to the people of his community. And it was very interesting asking them, you know, who's your favorite saint? Father Stanley, Father Stanley, Father Stanley. And I just wonder, can people say that about you and me? You know, do we say like John Paul II or Blessed Mother Teresa, but would they say you? Would they say a person they actually met in the flesh? And he proved his love for them by laying his life down for them. We know John 15, 13, there is no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. And it was one of the weirdest places I've been to, but when I went into his rectory, you can still see the blood stains on the ground there. And just to know that a saint was shot here, but we know that 
The blood of the martyrs are the seeds of faith for that field to keep going. And then also in um, Atitlan, if you, if you go there, uh, you can pray in front of his heart. They kept his heart there. His body is in Oklahoma, but his heart is there. And just to pray there. And we know that the heart, at a spiritual sense, in the catechism, it teaches us that the heart is a place of encountering God at the depths of who we truly are. But first of all, before we can do that, before we can, be, we can go sell ourselves out for Jesus, um, we have to know how much he loves us. If we are unaware of how much the Father loves us, that he would send his only son to go to war with sin and death, that he would sell out completely out of joy, then, and we were convicted of that, then we should do that freely too. So in order to sell everything, you can't be carrying luggage, so to speak. You have to like let go of everything. In the Alpha series, they give this quote. They say that a lot of us have soft feet but hard hearts, but we need our soft hearts and hard feet. Hard feet so we can go spread the gospel where we want to. Soft hearts so we can be docile. So when the Lord asks us to move, we're not holding on to anything. Blessed Stanley Rother clearly was light on his feet because he was able to go serve his people, even to the point of dying for them. But it doesn't end there because his his life still goes on, his intercession still, still goes on. So the beautiful thing is, you and I will be more alive in heaven than we are on earth. So when we die, we don't really die. We actually are more alive in a very mysterious way. And we get to see how worth it it is. One thing the saints have said that have interceded to people, they said, often if, if people would have sacrificed more on earth for heaven, if they knew what was awaiting them in heaven, they would have sacrificed way more. Way more. And I think uh, Blessed Stanley Rother knew that. But again, he died in 1981, and he was just made a blessed recently by Pope Francis. And those are great stories. But again, what is your story? What do you want people to say about you when you die? Do you want people to say words to you that will haunt you? Where were you when we needed you? Or do you just want to be sold out for Jesus all in? The call to follow Jesus is radical detachment. When anybody asks you, oh, where do you get all this stuff? Or where you, what about your money? What about your car? What about, it's the Lord's, right? It's the Lord's. It's all his. His name is on the title of my car. His name is on my diploma. His name is on everything I do. And Stanley Rother, I believe he lived that very fervently. And he wanted his people to know that they had great value. And that is your job and my job to be Jesus to others, to help them know they have immense value. We'll do anything to prove it. But clearly here, actions speak louder than words. Take a moment of silence to me to call to mind some things that maybe we're just holding on to. The Lord is just saying, let go and let God. Trust me and I will take care of you. I will give you the grace to have hard feet and a soft heart, to serve my son, who is the kingdom, who has gone all out for you, and it was out of joy that he does it. So will you do the same for him? Blessed Stanley Rother, pray for us.